Funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television license fee. This is the Be Loud Glade, a series of experimental podcasts presenting views and opinions about the Irish contemporary poetry scene from the vantage points of both page and stage, that is, from publishing and performance. Each program also includes a contemporary poem set to specially composed music. In this edition, we hear from Pat Bourne, poet and editor of Daedalus Press, followed by his poem, The Spire, voiced by James M. O'Connor, with music by Roger Gregg. We forget very often that there are fashions, and fashions are not always bad things. But when it comes to literature, the word fashion is the dirtiest word you can possibly imagine. So somebody can go to the Electric Picnic Festival and can go to see a rock band and come away loving a reggae band. And there's no clash there anywhere. In fact, there's an understanding among the audience that this festival caters for that you are likely to enjoy other things on the bill. And that's why they're programmed in such a way. Poetry is too often secluded from the other grown-up, street-wise arts. That's not to take from it in any way. I'm, a, in a sense, I'm a poetry purist, but I don't, I don't think that that allows poetry to say no ever. I think poetry has to engage. The difficulty is, and the the knee-jerk defence of the traditional model of funding poetry and popularising uh, poetry, is that it is the highest art form. I think it is. It's not that it's a given, it's that that's my feeling, my, uh, my evangelical mission to convince others that it is. And I don't see how I can do that by hiding it away from the world. And it does seem that very often the conversation about poetry is somewhat defensive. It hasn't lost its audience. In fact, the audience seems to be bigger than it was, despite what people say. They're just finding it in different places. I don't think it's lost its way because it's one of the most vital art forms still in this city. In the last two or three nights, there were seven events that I knew of. They're events, and that doesn't include people listening to poems on the radio or writing them or reading them to themselves. So it still seems to be vibrant and vital and there, there is a stronger move than there certainly has been in the last two or three generations to the visibility of poetry the spoken word poetry on the stage as, as opposed to on the page but there's still something about the word that deters more than it attracts we put poetry on a pedestal but the mistake is we put poets on a pedestal That's a big mistake. There's a variety and a huge variation of kind of directions and thrusts in contemporary poetry, as there is in contemporary music, and and the two feed each other. And in that sense, the art is healthy. healthy. Where it may not be healthy is that in the last, I don't know how many years exactly, but certainly in the last generation, there's been an increased movement towards the walls of academe, Particularly, and maybe it started in the States, and it now happens very strongly on this side of the water too. If you were a writer, as I was a young writer who never went a day to to college or university, the prospect of being able to do what I was doing, but in the company of other writers at that kind of level with 
provocation and support would have been very attractive if it had been there. It wasn't there. And maybe I was lucky in some ways because it wasn't. Now it is there. The growth of the creative writing industry, you could almost call it, which did, it did bring a whole lot of new writers into the system. That might have happened anyway. But what wasn't predicted, maybe, or wasn't noticed as it started to happen, was a kind of pasteurization, homogenization of the work that was going to come out of those hotbeds or think tanks. Within the confines of the academic establishment, it's a dangerous place. It's a dangerous model because the people who are behind the publications, the people who are behind the sustaining of the courses, the people who are administering at both financial and creative levels these programs can't afford for things to go wrong. And in all the creative arts, things have to go wrong. Things have to go belly up regularly. And the real changes and movements have always upset some apple cart, if not all the apple carts. The spire in the quagmire, the dagger in the corpse, the skewer in the sewer, the single finger up, the stiffy in the liffy, the ice in the hole, the chopstick stuck in traffic, the north side pole. the bubble, the last tooth in the comb, the first sign of trouble, the barbed welcome home, the spike in the crime rate, the spine without a back, the hypo from the corpo, the stake through the heart. The needle in the noodle, the point of no return, the stick in the muddle, the javelin, the harpoon, the rod, the birch, the batter. The Christian Brothers came, the Crozier of St. Patrick, weaponized again. The flagpole flying nothing, the blade like glint of steel, the arrow pointing nowhere, the raver's broken heel, stiletto in the ghetto, monument of blight. The nail in the coffin, the weed reduced to oil. That was Pat Bourne's poem, The Spire published by Daedalus Press, set to music, composed and performed by Roger Gregg, and voiced by James M. O'Connor. Find out more about Pat Bourne at DaedalusPress.com. Originally broadcast by RTE Lyric FM and funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland, Roger Gregg's Be Loud Glade is a dead medium production with executive producer Gareth Stack. You lot aren't ready for bingo. (laughs) Just give me a second.